Real Estate Radio, Byron Lazine, One and Company at William Ravis Real Estate, along with Pat Kenny from Barnum Plans, PK, as we get into the end of the summer, Oof. the dog days of Oof. the summer. I, I want to really take this show and dedicate it to not just the real estate numbers. We've been going through the numbers the last couple of shows. I want to update people on a shift in the market for their residential homes in Connecticut. But I also want to want to get a brief update from you on where the markets, the investment markets, the stock markets are going, you know, kind of an overview of where we're at here as we wind summer down. For sure. That's sad to say, isn't it? The end of summer, the end of summer is coming, but that's all right. It's okay. There's there's always good there's good news ahead. Fall, wonderful, beautiful. It's hoodie weather is coming. Not down here. Not for you, Pat. No hoodie <laughs> weather in the fall for, for you. For sure. But no, it's good. It's exciting. I mean, I think so I think now's a good time, right? We do we talk a lot about, you know, you got through the real estate, especially in Connecticut, right? The summer market. Obviously, spring, summer are, are huge. You're going into the fall now in real estate. I think the stock market, right? People have been hearing the I word, right? Inflation. Inflation's coming back. So I think that got people's attention. Uh, I thought we had a very interesting news last week, right? I don't know if you saw this, and I'm sure you did. Uh, we have more job openings than we have people available to fill them. Uh, our oh, unemployment yeah. is actually is actually low enough again. People are going back to work. You know, the economy is is very strong. I think something that's very funny is a conversation I had with a client who, who you know, the client said it before I had a chance to. Uh, I don't know if you've been watching, for instance, Disney and, and some of these organizations that are just posting these record earnings reports and you know crushing year over year numbers. And I think everyone's losing sight of the fact that last year, a year ago, we were in the midst of a global shutdown. Of course, they're going to beat year over year numbers. They're going to dominate their 2020 numbers. And it's such a silly headline that the markets have had a, a super strong run in response to a lot of this stuff. And it's it's very artificial and it's it's a little silly. It's almost... You know, it's very akin to the the pricing and the, the the negotiations and the bidding wars that you've talked about over the last couple of weeks in in the real estate world. There's no houses to buy. Of course, there's going to be competition as inventory starts to open. You know, people are going to not have those experiences. You were talking about that last week, right? Where mm. you're not going to see 15 or 20 offers on houses anymore. You'll still have multiple, but it's not going to be as crazy. And I think we're starting to see. You know, the the market is going to levelize here. What will be interesting are the companies that reported. Uh, late in the year, right? So the companies that are due in Q4 to report their earnings to see how they fared. And then again, when we run, run into the beginning of 22, I think there's a, I think there's a lot of room left, right? I mean, we had, you know, the global financial crisis in 09 took a long time, right? There was a, it was a long clawback to get the economy back to where it was prior to the crisis. This time around, not that long. I mean, we're, we're full boat. The economy's growing. Our economy's expanding. We're producing more than we're consuming. Which is a huge positive for us. I think we're uh, I think we're in a good spot, man. We're producing more than we're consuming. So we're actually up. Our our GDP is actually up over what our capacity uh, had. So there's a, a thing called the economic output gap, um, and what our potential versus our. Hang on, let me see. Let me see. Share it here with. You. Oh yeah, yeah. You hid. You stole screen sharing from me. It's been taken away. Uh, so what our potential GDP is versus what. Uh, we're actually able, or what we're currently producing, and this is from Edward Jones, so obviously this is just for you and me to kind of look at here, but uh, where the potential is from from zero up, uh, anything that's above the zero line 
zero is just is 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 normal, right? So our production is where it's supposed to be. Uh, anything in excess of that, we're actually outproducing uh, the, the the GDP, which is the way that you want to do that, right? You want to be able to, to to have higher production than you have consumption, uh, and we're actually now we're actually now growing above what our potential would be, uh, which is a sign of a really strong economy, and that's uh, a huge indicator. If you look back here. In 08 and 09, here, let me see if we can make this you and me a little better. There it is. So for 08, 09, obviously we dipped, you know, our economy contracts dramatically. And look at how long it took us to get back. Then you look at Corona, right? It's huge drop immediately. But look at how fast that recovery was. It hmm. took us, you know, it took us years. So it was basically 10 years to get back to zero from the, from the first global financial crisis. It took us nine months to recover. And now we're, we're in excess. It's, it's a really, really strong sign. Um, you know, things like the Fed, uh, fiscal policy, monetary policy, we're all, we're all dramatically faster this time around. Um, you know, if you look the, the, in 08, the first crash was really in March. We didn't get any economic stimulus from the Fed until October. Look at it this time around. How, how long did it take for us to get checks? I mean, that was, it was, it was, it was pretty was, immediate. Yeah. So that's, I think all of those are really strong, right? I mean, those are all really good things. Uh, you know, I think all in all, we're going to have, uh, you know, again, I think I still think there's a lot of room to run, right? Very much like the the real estate market still has has a lot of action and a lot of firepower behind it. I think uh, I think our economy is is very strong. I, I you and I've had this conversation before. People look at the word inflation like it's a bad thing. It's a leading indicator of a very strong economy. Now things are going to change with that that have negative associations, right? Things get more expensive. I understand, not arguing that, but it's important if we if we keep shrinking or for in you know we have deflation then economically we have a huge problem uh we have for the first time in 20 i'm sorry for the lowest time in 27 years debt to income ratios are the lowest they've been in in american households in 27 years in almost three decades our debt to income ratios are the lowest they've ever been which means people have room to take on new loans right because of the financial crisis that happened people were so scared and banks tightened that now people have the room, right? They paid down credit cards. They got out from underneath mortgages that they maybe couldn't afford, to be fair. Um, and now they have capacity to take on debt and continue to spend, which is what we want. That's a big mortgage originator term right there, PK. Like debt that? to income ratio. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. It's, it's yeah, like I'm, I get super nerdy about this stuff, right? The same way that you get about your, your, your real estate market stats. Um, but I think there's a lot of a lot of really positive news. It's a sign of a healthy economy. It's a sign of a healthy financial sector. Uh, you know, the cycles are going to be the cycles. History never repeats itself, but it rhymes, right? So that's a fun term I heard a couple weeks ago. So that so the numbers show us a healthy economy. I, I believe I saw. I feel like I see it every single week that the Dow Jones hit another all time high. It did. It okay. did close close at a record high. So the Dow how many closed. record highs have we seen this year? Do you know that? I don't know off the top of my head. I'll find. Has it I been multiple? Sure. Oh yeah, it, it's it, it, to your point. It's basically every week. Every um, week. Yeah. yeah, every week we're we're almost there. I mean, we're up sixteen percent year over year on the Dow. Um, I'm sorry, from the beginning of the year, from January one up, we're up sixteen percent um, from where we were. You know, this this last week was just shy of a percent. So a little quiet this week, but you know, still positive news all around. All right. So the numbers on our economy, GDP, the stock market, they're all pointing up. They're all pointing towards a very strong economy. And there's been records in both the Dow as well as 
S&P as well as NASDAQ. Everything's seen a record. Correct. Right, PK? All right. So we got records all over the place. And we've had records, if you've been following along, in the real estate market, including your single family home in the state of Connecticut. So why am I saying that we are having a shifting market right now here in the summer of 2021? I will tell you exactly why and what shifting market means when we come back. We'll also give away some of Martin's money, courtesy of service station equipment, all that when we come back. Real Estate Radio, 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Records, 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 not those floppy disk records, but breaking records in our economy, the GDP, the stock market and in housing records are being smashed absolutely everywhere. I'm Byron Lazine, one and company at William Ravis Real Estate, along with Pat Kenny from Barnum Plans. Pat, last segment, you talked about all the records in the financial industries. Uh, you so eloquently broke it all down for us, a broad overview of where we're at in the summer. That's all all good news for the economy that things are up. Well, maybe it's good news. Some people would say that that's bad news. It all depends on how, I guess, you want to look at that. And for everybody that's been following along this show, over the you know, especially over the past month, I've been going really deep into the numbers for our real estate market. And Pat, we have set almost every record possible for single family housing in the state of Connecticut. Okay. So what does that mean? It means your median sale price for your single family home in Connecticut is higher than it's ever been before. Okay. What does that mean? Higher than it's ever been before. It means that in the month of June, okay, just single family houses for uh, the state of Connecticut in just the month of June were a record sale of $370,000, median sale price, as well as July. Those are the two highest months going back in the history of single-family homes for any month for median sale price for single-family homes. May was the prior record at $345,000. So things are going up so fast. I mean, during the break, you just said the Dow in January of this year was, what, 31,000, 30,000, something like that? uh, 31,188, and we closed yesterday at 35,515. So much like the Dow, your Connecticut single-family home, uh, just in the past couple months, has accelerated in value. Okay, so am I saying that that's the shift in market, that everything is is going up so quickly? No. Actually, Pat, shift in the market is that there are less multiple offers from what we're seeing today, August, than what we were seeing in April and May. Because remember, the closings that we saw in June and July to break these record median sale prices, those went under contract in March, April, May, when we were seeing everything have multiple offers. Now, if you price your property right, if you if you position it with 
uh, an expert in, in marketing and how to attract and create a competitive environment. Yeah, we're in a phenomenal market. You're going to get multiple offers in specific price ranges and certain locations, obviously, right? But is it as guaranteed as it was in April, May in and in March in these spring months that we just went through? The answer is no. And you can talk to most agents uh, if you talk to the top 20% of agents who do 80 to 90% of the transactions in the, in the Connecticut MLS, they would all agree, right? If you talk to the bottom 80% of agents, then they're just not going to have enough, enough data. It's going to be, it's going to be one-offs. I mean, that's just, I mean, that's a sat pat there for you. I don't, know if you yeah. I don't know if you realize that, that, uh, 20%, 10 to 20% of the agents, it's actually getting closer now to 10% of the agents in the Connecticut MLS. Do 80 to 90% of the transactions in the CTMLS. Mind blowing stat there. Uh, oh, over 50%. Here, here's a stat for you. And this is why it's critical to pick a, a, an agent, a team that is doing a lot of business that is, you know, dedicated to their training, that is investing in their education, not just personally, but locally for the consumers, right? Because over 50% of licensed real estate professionals in the last three months haven't even logged in to the MLS. So that, there's a that's, that's a... that's incredible. That's an incredible stat for you is right. And I think what's what, what makes that so... You know, this is a point that you made countless times. I think we've talked about this a lot. That's the big... Generally speaking, it's the largest single financial transaction of somebody's life and there are people out there that are helping the people do that, that to your point, look at the system or, or, or only transacting one or two a year. I mean, they're not, obviously not, they're not doing the volume, but the idea of like having someone who's not doing this stuff every single day, it's the same reason that you know, we talk about, you can't use these national CNBC wall street journal headlines for your marketplace. It just doesn't, it just doesn't apply. No, I, I mean, I saw a CNBC headline the other day, Pat, and the CNBC headline said that oh, the market's going through a huge shift. And all they focused on, they, they said the housing boom is over. That, that's what the headline was. Housing, housing boom has ended. And the only numbers they showed were that single family homes, new housing, new construction was down dramatically. Okay. It was, it was like a huge drop off from even last year for new construction. Well, yeah, of course, builders have stopped building literally in 2021. The cost of materials, uh, you know, the, the, the labor, labor shortage, all these different issues. There have been multiple builders that just stopped building. So, of course, and that's across the country. That's not just in Connecticut. So, of course, new housing is going to be down. Yet existing single family homes. We sold more than ever before, okay? In uh, June of last year, it was like 4 million. uh, Actually, you know what? Let me just give you the numbers uh, (laughs) because it's like millions and millions of homes, and it was so much more this year than last year when we look at existing homes. So the existing single-family homes resales, uh, you might hear, hear that term, resales, homes that, you know, were built not new. Somebody's lived in them. Okay. Uh, 
those homes sales were up dramatically and new homes were down. It's kind of like, you know, cars right now, like used cars are going up in price because there's not as many new cars being produced because of production lines. And, and what is that? The chip, the chip, the chip shortage. shortage. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. So you got to be careful with these headlines. They'll take just new housing, a smaller portion of the market. And they will create a headline that the whole entire housing boom is over. When I say there's a shift in your market right now in Connecticut, it's a shift that starts to give a little bit more flexibility to buyers. Okay, they don't have to be in a, in a competitive environment with 20 offers right now today. Are prices going anywhere? There are no signs of that. So that's not the shift that I'm talking about. Okay, the shift is we're starting to see a little more inventory, more sellers are realizing we are at the top of the mountain on prices. Do I believe there's much room for prices to continue to accelerate at this pace? No, I do not believe that. So if you're a seller, you're at the top of your your mountain here in terms of pricing. Do I think price is going to hold here for a little bit? I do, but do I think buyers will have more options so you you, you know you can't just put a piece of junk on the market and expect to get top dollar like you did in, and, you know, forgive me for, for calling, you know, certain homes, you know, a, a piece of junk. But my point is, you, you know, you can't get away with a home you haven't maintained for years, maybe a better, better way to put it, oh, um, a home that you haven't taken pride of ownership in. Over the last five years, slap it on the market and get multiple offers like you did in March. Okay, so there's there's some variables uh, that are going to come into play here that make it more advantageous to the buyers. It's still a seller's market. Sellers are still in full control, but you know things are starting to loosen up a little bit for buyers. Well, let me get you those stats here. Um, and that's not and that's not the first. We had another. We, you and I talked about one of those articles about a month ago, a month and a half ago. Or so that's you know this stuff. Run. We run into this stuff all the time where the headline is just blatantly misleading. You know, we had that. I think the stat that we went through. I remember where the what you and I were talking about, and it had to do with the fact that for the first time, oh, I think it was like New York, right? It was the first time that inventory started to actually. Uh, it was actually in the positive for once. It was like one percent or one point nine percent. It was something ridiculous over June, but. They they made it out like the, it was this seismic shift, and you know now it's now it's a buyer's market again, and and uh, you know we've talked about this countless times. The headline stuff just you gotta I got that's why I ask you these questions because you know the market you know this market you know you know the, what we're talking about. I just don't understand some of these blatant headlines. So that CNBC article stated that we we had a housing uh boom that has completely ended because of the new construction uh you know product w- was not being built nearly to the same rate as 2020 and they, and they were talking about the month of june so i was just like okay well what happened in june so the se- seasonally adjusted annual rate june of 2020 you know basically a rolling 12 june 2020 nationwide we had 4.3 million sales for existing single family homes. If we go to June of 2021, that number is 5.1 over 5.1 million single 
family homes were sold. Okay, so you know, from June to June on the Rolling Twelve, it's it's eight hundred thousand more homes were sold over the last twelve than the previous twelve months. Okay, so existing single family homes has skyrocketed, while yes, new construction in twenty twenty one has dropped off. Uh, and we've had a listen versus last year, we've had a nineteen point three percent increase in the total number of existing single family homes. Do we need do we need more new construction because we still have a, a lack of inventory? Absolutely. Absolutely we do. Uh we're, we're we've been behind for years. I can get into that number. I've got a great uh chart pat we can dive into when we come back from the break on exactly how short we've been on building new construction for single family homes, especially in the, in the, the rural areas. Um, but it doesn't mean that existing single family homes have not been high demand. They've been incredible demand. So, so it's just another one of these scare lines. Yeah. All another, another scare line. All right. We'll come back. We're definitely going to give away some of Martin's money. Uh, we'll start taking your calls. If you've got a real estate deal or a home you want us to value, you want me to value right here on the radio. I am happy to do that live for you. I'll valuate your home in uh, 60 to uh, one minute to two minutes. That's all it'll take me here to give you a valuation on your home. We come back here. Real Estate Radio 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Radio, Byron Lazine, One and Company at William Ravis Real Estate, along with Pat Kenny, Barnum Plans. We're talking record deals, record prices, what that means for you, Pat. Uh, I'm gonna sh- we'll do some Martin's money for this, okay? And we'll make it easy, okay? Uh, so for years now, it, this is to kind of clean up what we were talking about there in the last segment where I said, don't follow the headlines that say the housing boom is over because of new houses, you know, have, are not being built. There's so many less homes being sold and they're referring to new housing. They're referring to new construction. Yeah. New, new housing has dropped off dramatically in 2021 because builders have literally stopped building. They've been giving deposits back to buyers because of how materials and labor has all shot up or labor ha- has become hard to find. All right. So not only are we seeing a shortage in new housing this year, which is more highlighted because of the demand for housing, but we've also seen a shortage in new housing for multiple years. Okay. So easy, easy giveaway here on the Martin's money. We'll give you a gift card to Oleo's courtesy of service station equipment, your residential tank specialist, which by the way, you should be thinking about your residential oil tank right now before the fall and the winter kicks in. Uh, They're willing to give you a gift card to Oleos if you can answer this question correctly. Is it more than 10 years or under 10 years that we have not met 
the appropriate demand or the appropriate amount of new homes being built that we should be building on an annual basis. It is multiple years now that we haven't met the demand, that we haven't met uh, how many new construction homes we should be building for current and future demand. But is that more than 10 consecutive years or less than 10 consecutive years? This is nationally. Uh, to get that gift card, all you got to do is answer more or less than 10 consecutive years for new construction housing being built. Uh, just call in 860 464 9490-860-464-9490 is the number, and we'll take your answer more or less than 10 consecutive years. Also, if you want to call in the show, 860-464-9490, you're looking at a property or the home that you own, and you want me to give you an on-air valuation, I will do that right here. It'll take me one to two minutes to give you a, the last valuation I did, Pat, on the radio was within 10 to 15,000 of where the seller, where the owner thought the value was. Mine was actually a little bit higher than the owner. So there you go, 860-464-9490. As we wait for those calls, Pat, I'm going to jump into the One and Company Rewind for the week. This is the One and Company at William Ravis Real Estate, our team's week and we had a big old week we had five new listings we had two price improvements 19 properties went under contract and we had 15 closings so here we go i gotta get through this week we had uh the five new listings 10 seabeck road in east lime on for six hundred twenty-five thousand. i'll tell you that that one did receive multiple offers. And this is what I mean. You can still get multiple offers in this market, Pat. The multiple offers are still out there, uh, just not as crazed as the spring. But this one, 625000 East Lime, it's a good price point for East Lime. And that one had multiple offers, 10 Seabeck Road, and is now under contract. Uh, we also listed 771 North Greenbrier Drive in Orange for 459 771 North Greenbrier Drive in Orange, Connecticut for 459 the great new listing there. 13 Halls Road, Westbrook on for $799. 13 Halls Road in Westbrook for $799. 170 uh, Wilderwood Drive in Guilford for $350,000. 170 Wilderwood Drive in Guilford for $350,000. 64 Darley Drive in Hamden came on for $249. 64 Darley Drive in Hamden for $249. For more information on any of those homes, just go to oneandcompany.com and check them out. We had a couple new prices. 38A Brockets Point Road in Brantford now $650,000. 38A Brockets Point Road in Brantford now $650,000. Also, 270 North Burnham Highway in Lisbon. Gorgeous custom home built is now $699,000. All right, the 19 under contracts that our team at One & Company produced this week were in Hamden, Cromwell, Ledger, Groton, Oxford. Guilford, Cheshire, Norwich, Southington, Branford, Madison, New Britain, Guilford, Madison, East Lime, Waterbury, Orange, East Haddam, and Bridgeport. If you've got a property anywhere in Connecticut that you're looking to buy, invest in, or sell, One and Company can help you. We are covering the map as the number one team in Connecticut. 
Our closings for the week, we had Thomaston, Waterford, Stonington, Portland, Branford, Hamden, Voluntown, Farmington, Stratford, New Britain, Guilford, Hamden, Waterford, Madison, and Preston. That is your one ant company at William Ravis Real Estate Rewind for the week. Go over to oneantcompany.com for any questions, or you can reach out to me personally, Byron at oneandcompany.com. O-N-E-A-N-D company is all spelt out. Byron at oneandcompany.com. We have some open houses uh, this weekend. Today until 1 o'clock, 52 Colony Road in New Haven, 52 Colony Road, up until 1 o'clock today. So if you're in the New Haven area and looking for some property to check out, 52 Colony Road is open till. One o'clock today. It's also open tomorrow. If today doesn't work for you from 12 to 2, 52 Colony Road in New Haven, open tomorrow from 12 to 2. And our newly priced 38A Brockets Point Road in Brantford, just right by the water. Great views, 12 to 2 tomorrow, Sunday, 12 to 2, 38A Brockets Point Road in Brantford. There you go. There's the open houses. If you've got an open house you'd like to promote, uh, feel free to call in 860 464 9490 if you'd like us to break down a property for you right here on the air we're happy to do that as well and we've got linda from mystic on the line linda do you have a guess on our previous question single family housing units completed so this is new construction we've been in a long time drought of single family homes being built compared to what we need for an average annual build out is that more or less than 10 consecutive years that we have seen uh, below what we need on average annually linda less linda is going to go with less linda i am sorry that is not the correct answer. It is more okay. than 10 consecutive years. Thank you for calling in, Linda. Have a good weekend. You too. Bye-bye. 860-464-9490 is the number. Now, we can't just give you the Oleos gift card if you call in and say more. I just told you it was more than 10 consecutive years. But here's what I'll say, Pat. It's less than 15 consecutive years. So how many consecutive years below the 50-year average are we for new construction single-family homes? How many years between 15, and it's not 15 and it's not 10, okay? So, so that narrows it down even more. How many consecutive years below the 50-year average of new single-family Homes are we? So now, Pat, here's what happened in uh, 2000, you know, uh, three, four, five, and six. We had four consecutive years of record setting numbers of units, okay? And, And then things completely went the other way, and we were actually producing less units for a long time than we actually. Needed, And so that's why we are sitting here today uh, with these inventory issues, because it has been more than 10 consecutive years below the 50-year average of where we need to be on single-family homes. And we can sneak, sneak Lauren in here before we break, jump to break. Lauren from Niantic. How are you, Lauren? 
Hello. Hello, Lauren. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you guys doing? We're doing fabulous. So, uh, I'm going to say it's, I'm going to say the 15 year thing is still more. It is more. You are correct. But our last caller had had, had guessed less. So so we had. Uh, disclose that it is more. Now, here, here's how you get the Oleo gift card from Service Station Equipment. Okay. It is more, and it's between 10 consecutive years and 15 consecutive years, not 10 or 15. How many years below this 50-year average for new construction homes have we consecutively underperformed across the country? Okay, so it's not 15, it's not 10, it's somewhere in between. What's your 14. guess? So we're very much in between. 14. Say again? 14? 14. It is not 14. It is either 12 or 13. All right. So we've still got this gift card to give away 12 or 13 years. Which one is it? 860-464-9490. Load up the lines and we're going to give you some of Martin's money. Oleo gift cards, courtesy of Service Station Equipment. And we come back. Real Estate Radio 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. We're taking your calls and Pat for either it's a 50, 50 coin flip at this point for either 12 or 13 consecutive years. We have built below the 50 year average. Okay. So for either 12 or 13 consecutive years, we have built below the 50-year average for brand-new single-family housing. Uh, in those years of 04, 05, 06, we overperformed, and then we had this dramatic drop-off. So has it been now 13 years or has it been 12 years that we've built below the 50-year average of what we need for normal inventory to be absorbed. Okay. So this is one of the re- big reasons we are seeing a lack of inventory for single family homes. All you got to do is call in 860-464-9490. And we have Donna from Waterford with a guest. Donna, how are you? Good. How are you doing today? Doing fabulous. Okay. Thank you. What is your guest, Donna? Is it 13 years or is it 12 years? I'm going to go with lucky 13. You are the lucky winner, Donna. Have you been to Oleos in Groton? I love it. You you do. I'm so happy to hear that you are heading back to <laughs> Oleos courtesy of service station equipment, your residential tank specialist. Stay on the line and Mike will get you hooked up for the Oleos gift card. Thank you. We enjoy listening to you every Saturday. Oh, thank you so much. Appreciate that. Very nice of Donna. I love, I love a little, okay. little love. That's, that, that's, that's, a, that's the thing I miss about not doing a you know, in-person. Remember our, our little celebrity spotting moment outside? 
we walk outside like hey are you guys that do the radio show we're like we are they're like we love this you're like that's a weird thing to approach a stranger in a parking lot over but that's fine i appreciate that are you kidding me i went i, I was awesome. i did the show out of ledger a couple weeks ago when uh i did a solo show you were i don't know what you were doing you're partying in miami i believe all weekend uh and <laughs> Gross and, exaggeration of going to a Yankees game the night before, but yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, well, I grossly exaggerate anything that invo- involves you taking a show off. Oh, it's funny. But, yeah, so I went over to see my buddies at Valentino's Pizza in Ledger. Okay. Love that spot. Had a had a slice of the grandma's pie. Nothing better than their grandma's pie. It's delicious. So good. Saw my buddy Carlos and uh, got to chat with them. And, they, you know, good people over there. They're always asking how we're doing. They said, they even mentioned you, Pat. They said, Hey, where's your buddy? You guys should come in, sit in the corner. What's going on here? I, said, I, yeah, I, I feel that. I feel, I feel, I like that. I, I, I miss that. And that's definitely on the, they're, they're on the, they're on the tour. They're on the Connecticut tour. We come back up there. It's definitely going to happen. Love grandma's pie. At Valentino's. When are you doing a Connecticut tour? You got a tour of the new one in company office in Guilford. Well, yeah, I got to figure out where my desk is going to be anyway. So I gotta, we got we to gotta talk about that. Oh, Pat, so, yeah. for, first, first of all, you've got a desk. We'll put you right in uh, the office me and Nicole use, although she's never really sitting in the office. She, she can't sit still. She's usually bouncing she's around. All over the, I'll, be in the, I'll be in the owner's box. I like it. Yeah, you, you can be in the owner's box. And, <laughs> and there is a bottle locked away you know, for the end of the night, Mad Men style. You know, if, you, if, you need, if you need a sip, you can have a sip. It's the best, the, the nondescript brown liquor. It's yeah. just uh, kind of where those, those, like, some of that kind of stuff is the funniest thing in the world. Right? Hey, can I get you a drink? No, like, what do you have? It's like, can I get you a drink? Sure, sounds good. And you just pour a nondescript brown liquor yeah. into a glass. Like, there you go. <laughs> it's like, this, could, this could be kerosene. I have no idea what this is going to be, but it's going to be great. Yeah, awesome. you're gonna, yeah, you're going to enjoy that. I'm, uh, I'm excited for that office anyway, man. It's the, uh, unbelievable. The, the, the things I've seen, the tours I've seen you guys, you know, when you hijacked my call with Emily. Uh, and took, took the laptop. True. That's true. Pat, <laughs> Pat was doing a financial advisor call with Emily White, one of our one of our top agents. I mean, she's in her second year in the business, and she has already sold over thirty five homes. And she's like, uh, let me give you exactly. She's like literally just starting her second year. She's already sold over thirty five homes total. Like talk about records. She's just unbelievable, rock cranking, star. cranking it out. Total rock star. She was she was a former teacher at a private school. Uh, you know, she's got a master's degree. Very smart woman, uh, and she's just done incredibly well. You know, gave up the teaching. You know, was not a fit for her anymore. Wanted to get into real estate. Has built a fabulous business for herself. And she was on a financial advising call with PK. Of course, you can book those at barnumplans.com with pat if you'd like and i didn't realize that her husband was on the call and so like i'm going by the training room she does a lot of training now with our with our agents because of her teaching background and i just grabbed the laptop and i'm like walking through our brand new office uh our office headquarters in guilford and and i'm showing pat the 4200 square feet that nicole white so beautifully designed and uh pat's like hey uh emily's husband's on this uh zoom and he's like hey byron because he didn't have his camera on so i didn't realize he was on there <laughs> still, i felt like still, a weirdo still still one of my one of my top three favorite client calls i've had in a while it was yes pretty, pretty solid yeah. it's pretty yeah. good 
No, that's so. I mean that space is it, it looks absolutely unreal. Like I can't I can't actually I'm genuinely excited to come up there and see it. It's crazy. We had contractors uh, from you know obviously local. We had a, a an electrician from Waterford did a phenomenal job. Our uh, main GC contractor was from Guilford. These guys just did an unbelievable job. So LD contractor was the uh, the contracting service. Just great, great people, great job, uh, great crew. And we're going to do a big, huge opening, Pat. But, you know, we had our soft opening, we're moved in and all that, but we're going to do a big, grand opening party. It'll be safe. We've got a huge outdoor space that we're going to be able to utilize and that's coming up September 15th. Maybe we'll invite every every one of the 94 Niners if they want to pop by that September 15th. Got to figure out some way to do like a little mini live remote setup or something there. Should be a... Maybe we can get Martin's money to sponsor it. Not You know, mm. you know, maybe we'll, we'll get a little sponsorship from Martin. I'm trying to get Pat. I don't know if you saw this, but I'm sure you did. The NCAA athletes can now accept money. And they can go be an influencer at a local business or, you know, whatever. And so I'm trying to get Paige Beckers, the UConn women's new superstar basketball player, to come to the grand opening on September 15th. I've been DMing her. If anybody's got any access to contacting Paige Beckers, the UConn women's superstar, I want to pay her, maybe use Martin's money to pay her, to come down to the one and company grand opening on September 15th. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, I think that uh, listen, it's going to be an amazing event. I've seen the stuff you guys do. I'm really excited about it. It's going to be insane. I'm sure Nicole already has 17,000 unbelievable ideas. Oh yeah. All of which are in motion already. Well, uh, most of them I've shot down budget wise, but yes, <laughs> she has lots of, lots of ideas, lots of ideas flowing through her head. Patty, is your Connecticut tour going to, going to be, in, in line with that date, September 15th? It actually, it may be, because it is September. So I, I will have to refine that, uh, as, as I'm sure you're aware. Uh, being married, I have absolutely no final say in anything. Uh, I have a lot of ideas. And then, you know, things things are organized by someone who's much better prepared and planned than I am. So uh, I will definitely keep you in the loop. We're also so, supporting on September 11th, which is a set Saturday. One in Company is the one of the main sponsors for the Yale Cancer Center, Smilo Cancer Center, Closer to Free Ride. We've been talking about on our Lobster Roll Review Show a whole bunch. And uh, they just switched it, though, Pat, from being an in-person ride on September 11th to now a virtual ride. So people just go on, they do the routes by themselves. But we, we don't like meet. We, used to, we were going to meet at the Yale Bowl and do this whole thing. We're still sponsoring it, but uh, they've gone what they call a virtual ride uh, as opposed to everybody getting together, which I had a little bit of a problem with because I think exercise and being outside is exactly what everybody needs during this time. But, you know, I'm I'm sure they had a lot of uh, pressure from all kinds of areas being Yale and Smilo to, to kind of make that virtual, but we are sponsoring that, when a company that's September 11th, and if you'd like to support that, uh, you can go on to to our Facebook page, One Ant Company Real Estate, and, and check out some links for that. Yeah, I'm sure that there was a lot of a lot of pressure, and that wasn't a decision made lightly. I'm sure, but I've seen you guys talking about that on on the old lobster roll lobster roll review. We got hold the mail, right? That's where uh, hold the mail. Go on to One and Company's 
YouTube page to check out all of our Hold the Mayo reviews. We reviewed about 20 lobster rolls in Connecticut last summer. This summer we're going to get to, I think, uh, it'll be just under 20, but we've done a lot. We've done over, you know, we'll be over 15. So you've got over 30 lobster roll reviews. If you go to the One and Company YouTube page, you can go to the playlist Hold the Mayo, and you can just go through all those different reviews. We've reviewed all the big names, Pat, all over the shoreline of Connecticut. I got to say, last year's number one role is still in the lead. That's Lobster Shack in East Haven. They're still holding the crown at this point. Lazy Lobster in Milford, phenomenal. Uh, Lobster Landing in Clinton, of course, phenomenal. Uh, The Essex uh, our buddy Colt up at, at the Essex, phenomenal, fancy lobster roll. Uh, we've seen some some new ones emerge this summer. Lazy Lobster w- was one of those. What, what else has been really, really good? So you got that, that little New Haven of lobster rolls building in Clinton there at the end. Yep, yep. You, you got you got the whole cluster in Clinton. Uh, of course, Scott's in, in New London is always fabulous. We did that one last year. All right. If you're thinking about your future, thinking about your future investments, you want to have a conversation this week, Pat, where can people book you this week? Uh, easiest place, always BarnumPlans.com, B-A-R-N-U-M, like Barnum and Bailey Circus. Plans with an S.com, easiest place to find me. BarnumPlans.com. If you're thinking about 2021 planning, end of the year planning, your future is now BookPatBarnumPlans.com. And if you've got any real estate needs, buying, selling, or investing, go over to OneAndCompany.com or email me, Byron at OneAndCompany.com. If you'd like to change your career, take control of your income, and you'd like to join the team at oneincompany.com will actually pay for your real estate license. We'll actually pay for you to go and get your real estate license. Go over to realestateagentscholarship.com. Realestateagentscholarship.com if you want us to pay for you to go to real estate licensing school. That's a wrap. Thank you, Mike, for doing a great show over at the 94.9 Studios. Thank you to Martin McKinney and all the boys and girls at Service Station Equipment, your residential tank specialist. PK, thank you. Thank you to all the listeners and the callers. Hope everybody has a great weekend. I'm Byron Lazine, and we'll see you back here next week on Real Estate Radio. You're listening to 94.9 News Now. See you guys.